Should we do a funeral special? No! <laughs> <laughs> G'day, this is Mark Rafferty, also known as Dr. Darcy Tyler on Neighbours. Alan Fletcher here, aka Dr. Carl Kennedy from Neighbours. It is Kim Valentine here, or Libby Kennedy from Neighbours. It is Jason Cruz here, also known as Nicholas Atkins. And you're listening to the award-winning Neighbourhood Rewatch podcast. The best podcast in the entire world. JK, Adam and Tim, thanks for taking me down memory lane. You are the best UK Neighbours that anyone could ask for. Welcome to the Neighbourhood Rewatch podcast, the award-winning podcast where three lifelong friends watch old episodes Neighbours and sometimes talk about them. I am the host of The Torch, JK, and two of my lifelong friends are Tim. Hello. And we have Adam as well. Uh, Lifelong friends, how does that feel for you both, by the way? I mean, it sounds shit, doesn't it? It sounds like (laughs) we've, we've always been losers. That's what that's, that sounds like to me. Like this, some people, I've told a couple of people like, oh, we're doing this podcast and people have gone, oh, that's pretty cool. I go, hang on. <laughs> I don't say what it is at first. I say we're doing a podcast. They go, oh, nice one. I go, wait. And then if I feel like it's go, it's going well, I might divulge a bit more if I think they'll get it. If I don't, if I don't give a fuck if they get it or not, I will tell them anyway, because who gives a fuck? But it's not cool. Our podcast is not cool at all. The subject matter is not cool. We are not cool for doing it. And when you say lifelong, it just makes me think we've never been cool. We've <laughs> always been like this. You know, we've never. I've wasted my life. Yeah, 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 yeah. We've <laughs> never really done anything. And th- this is the culmination of it now. So it, it it makes me, Tim, you're good with words. What's so depressed? What's like <laughs> the next one after that? Well, next one better or worse? <laughs> Depends which way you look at it. Like, I'm pretty like if you're depressed, what's like that? If we were doing the stages, what would be the next stage after depression? Would you say before suicide, after depression? <laughs> this podcast, Tim, that's what's in. That's what it now. is. Like <laughs> <laughs> I can picture you just like bumping into someone you haven't seen for a while that you grew up with, yeah. and like, oh, what are you up to? Nick, for example, <laughs> like podcast, cool. Like, oh, who are you doing it with? Like, if you, if, are you doing it with the BBC or something? Like, no, I'm doing it with Jonathan. Like, the Jonathan from school. Like, yeah, st- we're still, we're still hanging out with him. Yeah, but you, but you didn't even like him in school. Yeah, I know. But, <laughs> but then, even if, even if you were doing it, are you doing podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, who'd you do it with? Blah blah blah. Um, just a couple of mates. Doesn't sound as depressing as lifelong <laughs> friends, does it? This is what you managed to do with this podcast. With all like your social media posts, it makes me die inside. I don't know how you do it. It's a, it's a, it's a talent. How <laughs> I could take something and just ruin it. Yeah. <laughs> it is a talent that I have. But Adam, you're worried that you've wasted your life and you've done nothing. Mm. Don't worry. We're about to do something great because you announced it last week. Summerfest 23 is coming. Oh, are- come on, I, I thought that sounded quite cool, but somehow you're going to make it sound fucking shit. Go for it. It's the, big- it's the biggest part of the summer. It is. It is the biggest part of the summer. Uh, stay tuned to the socials at Watch Neighbour. Stay tuned to this podcast and you'll see what we're going to do over summer. I'm just wondering, like, you're saying it's the biggest party of the summer. If you were having a summer party, what five key elements do you think a summer party should have? Not our summer fest, an actual summer party, because you're already dressed for it. What do you think makes a good summer party? Five things. 
Five things, okay. Don't uh, say lifelong friends. Because <laughs> that'd be shit straight away. Okay, well, in that case then, uh, friends you've only known a little while. Yeah. And you don't really know that well. And you probably shouldn't have invited to because you don't know them that well. Is it like if you were having a wedding and you just invited people that you'd like maybe, I don't know, <laughs> that are on the same work chat as you or something like that, and you just thought, fuck it. Come one, come all, wear what you want. Just crack on with it. <laughs> a bit like that, isn't it? Yeah, so that's 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 one part of this party. Um someone's gotta make their own alcohol. There's gotta be some sort of home brewing going on. Why do you think that's better than I don't know, buying some? Because it just adds you're like, oh have you tried this? I made it myself. It just it's just something nice to bring to a party. Go, oh don't don't, don't use that vodka. That's like that's safe, there. that one. That's yeah. it, yeah, that, that's don't worry been, about that. That's been legally tested safe. Yeah. Like, if you if you drink that one, you definitely won't go blind. But mine, fun little game. Also, just, just to answer your, your question there, Adam, the why of it, you should, it's because it's him. You're asking him the question. I know, but I like to, I like to you know, delve a little deeper. I want to see what's what's going on in there. It's just his nature. That is, that is it. He doesn't, he can't explain it. It's a personal touch, isn't it? I get what you're saying. It's personal yeah. touch. You're bringing a personal touch to the party. You've made your own alcohol. That's two. Give me another one. Another personal touch. Whoever is in charge of the music, make sure they have the shittest tasting music out of all that, that group of people. I thought you weren't going to invite him. <laughs> make sure they play songs that nobody else knows. Okay, so for example. This is this is hang on. This is meant to be a good party. You're gonna to have to justify this one in a minute as well. Yeah, we want to, but it's the biggest party of the summer, so we've got the alcohol. That things will get a bit messy. But alcohol decisions. Like kill everyone and yeah. shit music so far. You got people that don't know each other. Poison and shit music. Shit music. This, this, is, sounds... this is what are we doing? I don't know. He's got two more though. Let's see what he's going to come at. What is his vision? He's going to number four is going to be something like, um, you know. Don't shit in the toilets because <laughs> that's too obvious. Um, what you can just just shit on the barbecue. That's 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 number four because that fits in with the theme. Because we haven't got any coal. <laughs> no, well, speaking of barbecues, one well, got to be a good barbie going on. This is the first one that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, and everyone can bring their own food, so you can all throw it on the barbie as well. So there can be all sorts of stuff going on there: there can be sausages, the- burgers, ribs. A shrimp for our Australian. Shrimp. Uh, some vegan sausages as no, well. No, fuck those bitches. No. You can't, you can't put the vegan stuff on the barbecue with all the no, meat. Can't. No, it's fine. Just just put it slightly away from the rest of the stuff. It'll be yeah, fine. It's like, no, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> just drink this poison. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Here's the thing as well, though. You are the host of sorts. Okay. I've said this is your party. So far, you're doing fuck all from what yeah. I can see. I've agreed to host it. So that's... that. As far like, as I like I've I've oh. met you outside of Zoom, lifelong <laughs> friends. You love hosting stuff. You like I'll I'll be at your house and you'll be freshening you the drinks. Like I'll go out for a beer with you and you'll be like at work doing <laughs> it. Like you're like the host when you don't even need to be a host. That brings us to number one, really, is that what? you need a host for this party. To be honest, what better host than the host of Sorts JK? I like this. And I think I'm always thinking of side hustles for you. 
Because I feel like this podcast is the side hustle at the moment. And then let's be honest, it has got a limited shelf life. We're surprised it's lasted this long. We are fucking milking it for all it's worth at the moment. We're riding it till the wheels come off. Side hustle for you could be just host for sale. So people are having, I don't know, summer summer parties. They're having um, shit weddings. They're doing like, I don't know. Not, not funerals. Not funerals, because they'll just send everyone I, into town. No, you're right. You're right. I wouldn't want him anywhere near a funeral. But no. you could be the host of things, christenings, baby sh- But you're just a host. You don't have to do a speech. You're just there, just like making sure everyone's okay. Yeah. Just, yeah, just greeting people. Welcome to this party. Welcome to this funeral, whatever it is. Not funerals. Not you're funeral. not allowed to funerals. You wreck them. Yeah. Your views on funerals are problematic. We've established this. <laughs> Leave them alone. So we're done with that. That don't don't feel like you've got to extend it any further. You've answered my question. Now though, tricky part because this all started because we announced Summerfest, the biggest party of the summer, hosted by yourself and me and Tim. What five things can people expect from Summerfest? None of that shit that you've just said because that's a summer pie. What can they expect on Summerfest? Tell me five things. Uh, laughs. Brilliant. Uh, they can expect something different. Variety. That's kind of the same. That's kind of the same. So, well, yeah. We're on two. Variety. Uh, well, wait a minute. Probably... Did you say laughs? Yeah. No, I said Tim's coming. <laughs> well, I was going to say number three, sometimes Tim won't be there. Oh, that's a tease. <laughs> and the people won't know when. <laughs> so they're uh, going to have to tune into all of them to get that one when he's not there. <laughs> it's a game. I like it. That's three. It's like a golden ticket. <laughs> Actually, shit, can we do golden tickets? You haven't done my merchandise or fucking wristbands yet, so go fuck yourself. <laughs> well, I, I was going to save this announcement, but since you brought it up, I can now announce exclusively to you, Adam and oh, Tim. Tim and I'm horrified already. Uh, we now officially have merch. So that's what you can expect from You some- haven't okayed this with me or Tim, though. You've learned absolutely nothing. Tim, what's in between <laughs> suicide and the one just below that, this podcast? What's in between? I feel like it's like the kamikaze pilot who like comes to his senses like just before the end. It's that realisation that you fucked it. <laughs> That's what I'm at now. I think rage. Don't get too careful. It's just our logos for now. You can buy. Which logo is it? Yeah, you can have the, the traditional green logo, or you can have one with a white background as well on there. It's completely up to you, your choice. And you can go to www.redbubble.com forward slash people forward slash watch neighbor. WW. Who even says the W's at this point? But there are three of them for anybody who's interested, not just two. Yeah, I only say two. You, you said www. Yeah, there are three of them. <laughs> okay, two but... out, Tim. It's it's tricky to say. <laughs> well, to be honest, well, what I did because there's a lot of ones with three, so I thought to stand out. I'll just have one for two. Yeah, it, and it's no also one will ever it, be able to find it. It's less syllables to just say World Wide Web. <laughs> okay, so they can do that. Can me and Tim order them? Or do we get freebies for being lifelong friends, or what? How does that work? Uh, no, you will have to pay for them unfortunately. Fucking hell, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and the money does go directly into my PayPal account. Sure. Yeah, you can get fucked. Okay, that is exciting um, for everybody out there who wants a t-shirt. We're gonna, so no one's getting freebies then. 
No one's getting freebies. Not me and Tim, not our guests that we are very thankful who come on the show for nothing. Um, no, no one. No one. Stay tuned. The link will be on our link tree, uh, which you can get through all our socials or the website or wherever you want to get for it. You'll be able to find it. Don't worry. And you'll be able to get that, that merch ready for the summer. It will be summer ready with Neighbourhood Rewatch merch. Hey guys, this is Marissa, the OG and the best Summer Hoyland, and you're listening to the OG and the best Neighbours podcast, the Neighbourhood Rewatch. This is, of course, the wedding special for... We, you might have forgot about all that stuff when we're talking all the other stuff that we're doing at the start there. you for, Tim had forgot, and he's like, fuck. Just yeah. the wedding special for... Because this week we've watched episodes... Uh, 4,154 and 55. The wedding in question is Carl and Susan renewing their vows. Uh, So technically not a wedding, but then again, neither neither was mine and Peyton. So that's a good joke. That's a good (laughs) joke back in. Well done. Let's do this. I like it when you do them about yourself because then it because sometimes I do and I think, oh shit. (laughs) When you do them about yourself, I got like, I think, oh, no, it's all okay. It's fine. <laughs> we are lifelong friends. <laughs> so do we want to talk about the wedding straight off the bat, or do we want to cover, cover some of the other storylines around? build-up first. Let's do the build-up. Uh, well, I've... So the build-up, they're, they're having their respective do's, and they're having a hen-do and a stag-do. Uh, everyone's drinking champagne beforehand before they go off to their respective do's. Uh, which is quite nice. They decide on the night before, because they go see Lou, because Lou, by the way, is fucked. Uh, He's completely fucked. He will, he's been told he will need need dialysis for every three weeks for the rest of his life now, Uh, which means he can't go on any long trips away. Uh, Carl's like, you know, you're only registered here as well, uh, so you have to keep on coming back to this one. You can't go to other ones. You have, this is, this is going to be shit if every five episodes we watch, it's just Lou getting fucking dialysis. Because <laughs> that's his story. Like, I hope you've got some more things in the pipeline for the lad, because otherwise it's going to get fucking old very quickly. <laughs> they will forget about it. He will maybe go to his first appointment. Yeah, they'll forget immediately. Then we'll never hear about it again. They'll he'll... make occasional reference to it, but they'll never actually, you'll never see him go. Yeah, yeah, you'll never see him go. At all. And so they're at Lou's and they're like, oh, Lou was going to give Susan away, which Lou, Susan didn't seem too happy about it. Susan still isn't convinced about Lou. And, but Lou's like, I'm fucked. I'm still in hospital. I'm not going to get out in time. Why doesn't Libby give away Susan? And they're like, that's a fucking, that is, that is a non-traditional wedding right there. They actually say those words as well. Yeah, it's a nice touch. I liked it. It is a nice touch. Non-traditional. The you, know what, you know what I didn't like? What? How um, Mal and Billy haven't even fucking come. So the mum nearly died, fucking amnesia forever. Thought she's 16 for fucking however many weeks we've been doing this storyline. They finally rekindled their love. The mother and father are getting back together. The family is saved. The divorce papers were ripped up. Mal and Billy have not rung up once just to see how everyone's getting on. Not at all. There's been nothing. Drew died. Not asked. Yeah. You couldn't even be asked coming to the wedding. I think it's shit. That's why they had to ask Libby to do it because she's the only one there. It's shit. Come on, lads. Come on, lads. Come on, lads, indeed. 
so the the dudes are on the way. The girls have got a stripper, obviously. Uh, round at Susan's house. What kind of stripper do you think it was, Tim? What, Tim? Question. What is your favourite kind of male stripper? <laughs> do you like an occupation? Do you like just leather? What are we talking about? I mean, it, it, either way, you're winning because cock at the end. But what, what sort of pre-game do you like? Danny DeVito in Friends. Okay. What, he, what was he? Was he a policeman? I think he was, yeah. Yeah, that's what they go for here. They go for policemen, um, and they do that bit where Susan answers the door, policeman. She goes, "Oh, sorry, we'll try and keep the music down." Don't know who's complained. He's got a boombox. Here comes the cock. Comes the- Jk, you look like the type to have a variety of male stripper outfits. What is your go-to <laughs> when you are just putting on a show for Peyton on a weekend? Uh, probably the cowboy, I imagine. Well, the cowboy's an obvious one. We all. I do. mean, that that's you in your daily life dressed like Magic Mike anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you've got a waistcoat, you've got a cowboy hat, you've got a really wide penis. I mean, writes itself. <laughs> it does. So, yeah, that's, that's the go-to one. But, you know, you do want to spice it up every now and again. Um, I don't really need to... The profession thing, I don't want to get labelled down as to, to one thing with a profession, really. Uh, if you got paid for getting your cock out, you'd be a millionaire right about now. <laughs> <laughs> you know we've got the merch? Mm-hmm. How, like that, how long is it going to be till you start the OnlyFans? Oh, well, Gen- the- genuinely considering it there. I was thinking more actually. Can I get some stripper merch out in time? You know, get it, get it waterproof. In time for what? Stripping season. <laughs> God, you don't want to. You don't, don't want to strip in winter. There was no hesitation. I don't like how you managed to come up with stripper season without even. You didn't. Well, skip it sounds a like a thing. Didn't skip a beat. You know what my favourite part in Neighbours about the stripper was. What. It was Dee's reaction. Because oh, yeah. Dee, when we were doing what it might have been one of the other wedding specials, I don't know. Um, Dee has reverted. Now that she's overcooking, she sorted that that cunt out. She has gone back in this moment to get your cock out, Dee. And it's my favorite kind of Dee. She loves the dick. And I love it. Because she is fully on board here. Like Susan's mortified. Libby's like giggling away. Lynn is like, she's got a look on her face. It doesn't say shag, it says shit. Like she she cannot believe what's going on. And Dee, all the while, is just chanting, get your cock out at this guy. <laughs> yeah, she Brilliant. She's been through a tough time at the moment. So it's nice for her to, to relax and unwind and let off some steam this way. By a, she's been objectified by Cookie. She now gets to objectify the stripper and guilt-free as well. Yeah. Give D the D. Come on. <laughs> There's a t-shirt right there. Yeah, Lynn is mortified by the stripper. Um, she really doesn't know what to do at all. Uh, Who arranged the stripper? It's, I kind of got the impression that it was Carl because Libby goes, it's it's dad, he's, he's getting you back for that belly dancer that made no sense about two months ago. Yeah. She's like, oh, I'll get him for this, the bastard. So that's kind of implied. JK didn't, didn't get that, but that's what was kind of implied. 
No, that was a there was a little bit of an undercurrent there. That that was over my head. It was undercurrent, but it was over my head. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so on the other side, the gents. Uh, Joe's made his own beer. I mean, he knows how to make a good party. This is really good. And it looks like fucking cloudy lemonade or something. It looks fucking potent, this stuff. Yeah. It does not look like it's going to end well for someone. And it doesn't really. No. Because uh, Carl's fucking wankers and he can't. He's remember. fucking off his tits. Yeah, but he's, he has, he's really good because he takes one sip and then ju- you can tell he's pissed off one sip. Because he goes fucking mentally, can't remember his vows, and then he starts chanting, and he's had one sip of Joe's homebrew. That's a fucking great homebrew. What did your dad say when he tried your homebrew? I think he said something just to have disappointed he was in me. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was it was really serious and really downplayed, but he was just so disappointed. He was. That was his Father's Day present as well. So for his, <laughs> so for Father's Day, I was like, Dad. Remember that? Remember that during lockdown when I got you that keg of beer and how happy it made you? And he was like, "Yeah, it was fucking the best present you ever got me, that son. Thank you." And I went, "Well, this time I've got a little project for you. You can make your own beer." And he went, no, "I don't want to fucking do that." <laughs> Instantly went, "Where am I going to make it? I've got no room in the house." And I went, "There's fucking loads of room in the garage." He went, "No, there's not." And I went, looked at the garage. He doesn't keep the car in the garage, so there's an entire car space worth of stuff in there. But there's loads of like shelves and stuff as well as like there's loads of fucking stuff on the side dad no there's not enough room in here you'll have to do it <laughs> so it instantly makes me do it at home where we don't have the room <laughs> right nobody made homebrew. you do it you did that yourself no because he went oh well you you brew it for me then and then let me know when it's done <laughs> <laughs> that's like you're a four-year-old and he's just gone yeah yeah just go off and do it and i'll have a look in a minute he don't give a fuck <laughs> so i brewed it um, did it for we, we had a party in your honor, Adam. Yeah, um, we had a little barbecue and I debuted the homebrew. Then I, my sister was very encouraging, bless her. She was very encouraging. Well, no, it tastes all right, that's not bad for a first. Not what she said. And, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what she said. Like, to me anyway. no, she, like, she said she it's not episode. as bad as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there you go. She's, I know you have a lot in common, like you do look very similar, but you, your response to everything is, oh, it's all right, that. That's not what she said. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Uh, I was quite, I, I quite enjoyed it personally. I thought it was all right. It was drinkable. Uh, it was all right, was it? Yeah. Was right, that? It was all right, yeah. Uh, Dad smelled it and went, oh, fuck now. Put that down. <laughs> no, thank you. But Joe's, it's gone, Joe Scully has gone down a treat here. So, I mean, we can all learn something from Joe Scully. Uh, but yeah, Carl's wankered. Can't remember his vows. And Susan can't remember vows either. She gets some presents from the girls. Don't ask me what the presents were. I can't remember. Something. Oh, it's something borrowed and all that shit. But to, to, to uh, go with this non-traditional wedding, Steph's like, why don't we do it in reverse? Something blue. Something borrowed, something new, something old. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. the interesting bit's what the presents were. Can you remember any of the presents? I can remember the last one. Go on. The blue is the garter. Correct. Correct. Something borrowed. Not a fucking clue. It was Dee's um, necklace and earrings that she got when she was either 18 or 21. That's nice. Uh, something new, no idea. 
It was a saucy bra and knickers set that Lynn got a filth. <laughs> God, I should remember that. And then something old. I remember this one. Libby got this. It was their old marriage certificate. Correct. Uh, I'm assuming she put it in a new frame. It would have been a bit shit if she just took it off the wall and wrapped it up. You don't need to assume it was a frame. It was there on, on the episode. Well, they might have framed it first time around, so... Who gives a fuck if it had a frame or not? <laughs> this week on Neighbours. Fuck me. <laughs> <sighs> Sometimes the minutiae is important to me. Minutiae. Because it's his... <laughs> I don't know what to say. My nutria is more important than yours. <laughs> I imagine that's his next wife. He'll just refer to her as my nutria. <laughs> Some poor Thai girl that he gets off the fucking WW web. <laughs> Which is Fishbro.com. <laughs> there it is. So Libby does make one joke about something. And I it's think, a great joke. It is a great joke. Because she, she can't remember her vows because she's had a couple of champagne. She's a little bit pissed. She's like, oh, I can't remember my vows either. And Libby goes, oh, why don't we bang you on the head see if you remember stuff then? And everyone goes, too soon? Ooh, too soon. <laughs> no. It was, and it was quite good. They all giggled at the end. It did make me think, though, why has nobody actually tried this? Because it's not like a medical... Smacking someone on the head to cure amnesia. Yeah, I mean, it was worth it. It's worth a go, right? If that was if that was worth a go, we'd be twatting you every single week. <laughs> and so would your wife, I imagine. <laughs> I don't know. I, I felt it was. I felt it was worth exploring. That I think Libby was onto something there. I'm nervous that you reckon this would work in real life. It's not just a suggestion for the soap opera we're talking about. Like you think that would work. Tim, at one point he thought his foreskin might grow back. Uh, this is this is <laughs> what we're fucking dealing with. That's about a hundred episodes ago. You're welcome. <laughs> That's something for the real long yeah. long term listeners. Or as we like to call them now, lifelong friends. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so OG wants to be a flower girl. This is brilliant. This is brilliant. Out not- of nowhere, it's almost like this week's scam. She just turns up and goes, you dickhead's got a flower girl. <laughs> and they're, they're so like, brilliant. oh, no, we haven't. We didn't, we didn't think to organise one because we brought it all forward and everything. And she was like, well, got this dress, got this bandana. Yes, my hair's atrocious. How about <laughs> it, though? They give her the gig. Of course they do. Of course they do. Uh, so we cut to the next day. They're at the Tommy Tucker set, which has doubled up as last. I'm so glad it was the Tommy Tucker set. But Tommy Tucker set, but somehow made to look like it was outside. Yeah, someone had painted some sky on. It was yeah. It was so shit. It was classic (laughs) 2002 neighbors. So good. Yeah. So there was like a little outside patio bit installed in as well. It it was good, but so unmistakably the Tommy Tommy Tucker set as we all know and love. They're outside. They're coming in through in the cars. They're having a nice little time. And there's bubbles on the go, which I thought was a nice touch. Such a small thing that no like, that makes no difference to anything. <laughs> they had bubbles. I, there's no joke there. 
There's there's nothing we can elaborate on. Oh, Tim, what were the top five times you you had bubbles? There's not. It's not a thing, <laughs> is it? I don't know what to do with that. They did have bubbles. You are right. I just thought it was a really nice touch. That was, that was if I was to take one thing from that wedding, it would be ah, uh, I'd have some bubbles next time. Next time. <laughs> I if it was a four-year-old's birthday party, I'd be like, oh yeah, maybe if I have a four-year-old at some point, bubbles for a wedding though. Yeah, I like at the moment. My niece loves bubbles. She's two and a half. Bubbles are the greatest. She will play bubbles. It's just like blowing them. She likes popping them. She likes chasing them. Bubbles. Was there a foam party at the reception? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> There's no point in the bubbles. Like I don't see. I don't see. It's not a reference to anything in the past. They just had some bubbles. Just. Like, well, I just thought it was a nice touch. All right, we know you did. Come on. <laughs> uh, so Susan comes out. She looks fantastic. She looks fantastic. She looked very fantastic when. <laughs> that almost sounded like very fantastic. fantastic. <laughs> um, what song's that, Mr. Bombastic? Fucking hell. <laughs> Don't know why that came in my, in my head then. Um, yeah, she did. She looks very fantastic. When Lynn was doing her hair, I thought, because her hair was all tussled and everything, but she already had her makeup done. She looked brilliant. She looked fantastic. And she looked even more fantastic walking down the aisle. I thought when, less fantastic. When she turns to the right and gives someone a wink. Did you miss this, Adam? You're giving me a blind look here. Who was she winking at? I don't know. You don't see who she was winking at, but she comes out and gives someone a wink. There was two winks in this episode, and you... It was... Oh. That was last week's episode! No, she walks out the aisle and winks at someone. We did the we did that episode. I'm not doing fucking wink special number two now as well. <laughs> so she gives an unnamed person a wink. And, and we get to the ceremony, and it's fucking rosy. It's which is she's the reverend. I know but... a, it makes sense to have a reverend doing a wedding against somebody else who has, has no kind of fucking religious pull or wedding experience would make no fucking sense. <laughs> Even if the reverend fucking hated on marriage and was a fucking prick, you'd still have him over. I don't know someone fucking random. Rest is dressed like a fucking hipster bartender. Like we don't fucking need that shit. Come on. <laughs> no, they ruined it a little bit for me that Rosie was doing this. I'd like they could have got they could have got someone that Who? I don't know. Harold, Lou. Lou's fucked! We've been through that. <laughs> Darcy. Darcy would have been good. Darcy's the best man. He could have OG to do it. Yeah. He would have done it as well. He would have done it, yeah. They missed a trick there. Yeah, so Rosie does it. Which, yeah, puts a little dampener on things. Also annoys me, like, because she's ruined that and she ruined Drew's, Drew's funeral as well. I mean, not that funeral. Ruined the funeral. I told you, we're not getting into fucking funerals again today. Your criticism of funerals, yeah. not a safe area. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Susan forgets her vows because they've wrote their own vows. But in the moment, she remembers her original vows from the original time they got married. I don't know if there's... Does she now remember everything again? I'm not quite sure how... What didn't really seem like... Because I thought she was going to go, I can remember everything. I thought that was going to be the moment, but she just goes, oh, I remember those vows, and she does them. Fucking brilliant, well done, proper nice. And then it just kind of carries on. 
I thought that. I thought the same as you. I thought, oh, she's going to remember it all. I don't think she does as yet. No. Are they actually going to? Are they actually going to make her remember stuff in the future, or do you think they're just going to quietly forget this now? I think so. At some point, she's going to get um, hit on the head hit, again. Hit on the head again. Mugged. Slip. Car crash. I don't know. She's going to do something. Remember it all. There's going to be something that triggers it. There's got to be. Otherwise, what was the point? No, I think... This I is think an opportunity for it, don't you think? Yeah, I thought that's what it was going to be. Yeah, it would have been a perfect opportunity. But no, I think they're going to quietly forget this. Mm. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Either way, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I'm surprised. Uh, so they do a speech. Thank everyone for coming. Uh, again, non-traditional wedding. So Carl throws the bouquet. But Max... So there's two parts to this bouquet. Uh, Max, Chris. <laughs> there's not two parts to the to the bouquet. There's a bouquet, and then there's something else. Uh, what's the other something else? Will you tell me what do you think the two parts are? Uh, there's the bouquet. Yep. And I don't know what else would you attach to a bouquet. More flowers? No. No. There's nothing's attached to the bouquet. There's two things. That's why it doesn't make sense for there to be two parts to the bouquet because the fucking wasn't. <laughs> and this has been a thing before. I've seen it happen. So there's a bouquet of flowers that gets thrown to see, who, and but then there's someone someone fires the garter into the crowd. I was going to say there's a garter. Oh, I've never seen that. No one's ever fired a garter into the crowd at, at my weddings. <laughs> You've had some fucking weddings as well. <laughs> yep, so garter goes into the crowd. Flowers go into the crowd. Who catches them? Who catches them, Tim? Oh, gee. No, good one. Though. Oh. Sad. D. No. Who else is that? Um, who's even there now? Think of a couple they're really trying to force together. Grace uh, and Tim. <laughs> uh, is it Stick? No. No, like she's in New York. He's in New York. I don't, I don't even know who's there now. I, I was thinking people have gone to New York. People haven't gone to New York. Um, fuck, I don't know. Who are we talking about? Hit him with it. Steph and Max. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. A couple. They're trying to force together. We've got no chemistry together. None at all. But, so they, they catch the things and they have a little bit of an awkward joke about it. But then, they, I like this bit because they acknowledge that everyone else is trying to force them together. I liked it. So then Max says, oh, they're all trying to force us together. Ignoring them all is not, work, not working. Fancy going on an actual date? Shag? Great, yeah. Pretty much. I quite like that. I also thought Steph looked brilliant in a white suit, a white pantsuit. What I liked about her pantsuit was the arms fit so nice. (laughs) Steph looked fantastic. She's like, yeah, let's go on a fucking date. The wedding's in full swing. Everybody's having a fucking great time. Carl and Susan go off for a shag. Mid-wedding, Tim. Mid-wedding. No fuckers banging on a glass. (laughs) They're like, they they give each other the look and off they go, shagging. (laughs) And then Delta Goodrum gets up and sings a brand new single. So this song is on all the time in Neighbours. Yeah. It's always on in the coffee shop, but she sings it. So I don't know if this is a Delta Goodrum song or whether she was just covering one of the songs that has been on Neighbours before, because this has been on for ages in the coffee shop, and it's it's just on. No, I think they licensed the Delta Goodrum song to play in Neighbours, and then she gets to Well, sing. I couldn't find this song anywhere, because I fucking tried. Did you? Oh. I thought this would be a great song for the story of my life, but I couldn't find it. You got Shazam it. Ah, good idea. 
Is that still a thing? Yeah. Is it? I thought Apple bought that out, but it's just part of Siri yeah. now. It works. Uh, and then she's singing the song. She gives a little wink to the crowd. She does give a wink to the crowd. Saw that one? That was to the crowd. She was like, everyone was like, fucking hell. And she was like, that'll go to a bitch. <laughs> this, one's, this one's for the lovers, wink. Track four. Track four. <laughs> Track four of my new album. Not that you can find it, though. <laughs> you can't actually jam it because it doesn't exist yet. So good luck getting that. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> it's funny. Like, you get stuck on an idea and it just keeps coming out and repeating and repeating until it kind of starts to seem a bit aggressive. Like, <laughs> it seems like he's fucking having a stroll. <laughs> Move on. Well, not everyone's having a fucking great time at this wedding, are they? So no, all, this is, all this is cracking on. Della Goodrum, she's singing that song. It's fucking well good. She's just back from the beach with all those other schooly knobheads. Along with her, come back to the wedding, um, Shell Scully and Connor O'Neill. Now, Joe Scully has got a bone to pick with these two. And I say bone on purpose. Tim, what do you think Joe Scully has got a bone to pick with these two about? They've been shagging. He's almost there. After that, next level, next level. Anal. <laughs> I'll let him keep that one. What? <laughs> what else, Tim? Real answer. Um. Who's <laughs> fucking fuming? What's he fuming about? Um. What? Think back to last hmm. week, Tim. I don't remember. Oh, fucking hell! <laughs> Tell him the answer. And the answer. So, Joe Scully has found a, pe- a positive pregnancy test at home. This happened last week. I don't remember that at all. Of course you don't. Yeah. Of course you don't. Uh, so, he finds it, and Carl's hung over to foot at Scully's house. And he's like, what does this mean? And he's like, I mean, someone's pregnant, dickhead. <laughs> he's like, well, are these any good? And like, yeah, they're like 99% accurate. So, yeah, you can pretty much guarantee that person is pregnant. Uh, so, he assumes it's Shell or Laurie. Uh, because Laurie, I, mean, I I know who it is without needing to fucking worry about it. It's completely obvious who it is. So obvious, so obvious. But he thinks it's them too, because uh, he, he's like these fucking kids shagging under my house. I'm gonna have them <laughs> under the house, <laughs> in the garage, the basement, the cellar, or just like a hole <laughs> under the patio. So he goes into detective Joe mode to try and figure it out. Uh, he figures out it's not Laurie because she's not booked for these episodes. <laughs> so he's like, well, it can't be her because she's not booked for these episodes. So uh, it's got to be Shell. And she phones up going, like, hey, we're coming back from the beach pie. Oh, I've got a bit of a funny stomach, though. And then Joe Scully's like, hmm, this could be the case closed right here when he hears this message. Uh, he wants to tell Lynn, uh, but Lynn's too busy doing Susan's fantastic hair. Uh, he tries to talk to her at the wedding, but to wedding, there's loads of shit going on. So in, 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 and Lynn's just busy, so he's like, oh, fuck it, we'll just talk afterwards. And then we watch the wedding. Del Gudrun's up on stage, and he's like, right, he's had a couple of beers in him by this point. He's like, right, you two dickheads. Outside. No, he hasn't. Joe Scully doesn't drink. Oh, yeah, he drinks on you. OJ, isn't he? Does he not drink at all? He's completely... No, he, he says that because he gives everyone the homebrew that he's made, and he goes, I don't drink it, so you, you fuckers are going to have to tell me what it's like, and that's why everyone's fucking smashed. Oh. He's just pissed off because he thinks his daughter's preggers and he thinks that fucking thick Irishman's done it. Because I didn't realise Joe Scully wasn't a, was, wasn't a drinker. This is what you got to do. Pay attention. You learn something. Why is he making homebrews if he doesn't drink? Because he's, he's 
the host of the party, and that's what a good host does. <laughs> uh, so he's like, right, you two dickheads outside now. And then Shell's like, oh, all right, Dad. That's a bit weird. He's like, no, fucking outside now. And Shell does this proper little funny run. Yeah, it's funny. In her dress. For no reason. She just runs. I think it's because of her heels and also the dress is quite like that. So she runs like this. <laughs> and she runs outside. And Joe is like, listen, I know you're up the duff. I know you've been shagging under my roof. And Shell's like, no, we haven't been. We've been doing it on the beach. That's what I've been doing. But I'm definitely not pregnant. At this point, Lynn comes in and goes, what are you all arguing about? And he's like, she's up the fucking duff. And Lynn goes, well, actually, no, it's me. Dun, dun, dun. <clears throat> and that's pretty much the entire cliffhanger for this entire season. Yeah, and everyone watching was like, well, yeah. Yeah, it was completely obvious. What they did, though, because I had to watch the build-up episode um, again because of you fucking up the shit last week. So I watched it again because I couldn't really remember it. And what they do is they drop a little subtle hint when they're all drinking champagne at the at the Hindu, they ask Lynn if she wants some champagne, and she goes, "Oh no, I'm not drinking any." It was good when you, when you watch it again. This is this this is the beauty of a rewatch. <laughs> I did. You know what? I didn't realize the rewatch had value until right now. <laughs> this is it. What else have we missed? Let's start again. Let's start. What start- else have you missed? Fucking hell! Should we start from episode one? I reckon we could bash out 20 episodes a week. Not worth it. Mental. (laughs) So, yeah, they're not having a good time. Somebody else who's not having a good time is, of course... Dr. Darcy Tyler. No longer a member of the Delphian Club. Dee is very thankful for everything that he's done for her. She can't believe it. Like he's putting, she knows how long he wants to be in that Delphine club. And she can't believe that he's, he's done that for her. Uh, Chloe comes crawling back as you, I'm going to say predicted, but you'd watched it. So it wasn't really a prediction. <laughs> it's Adam stated last week. Uh, Chloe comes crawling back and Darcy goes, what's the forgive bitch. Let's fucking get, let's get on it at a wedding. Well, actually before the wedding though, it's Ben's birthday party. Not asked, not important. Oh no, it is. <laughs> And I'm good, I'll, 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 yeah, I will retract that. Fair play. It is because reasons. Go for it. Apologies. Yeah. Ben's first birthday party. So it held at the Kennedys. So that's the precursor to the hen and the stag dudes. Uh, so Darcy decides for that, he's going to wear a gold sparkling cowboy hat. That's too that's not important at all. But a nice touch. <laughs> for these episodes, that's Jay's favourite bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. I screenshotted it and everything. He's already ordered one. <laughs> already but we'll have to pay for it. <laughs> when she's there Darcy start, has a hold of Ben and she goes you're great with kids you look brilliant it's a great look Darcy says yes it's the perfect accessory it's brilliant but then there's the look while he's like holding the baby Chloe obviously she clocks he's great with kids probably wants his own kid at some point I'm 96 years old <laughs> dawns on her face it's the change. It's that change on her face, which is the key. Not the change, then. No, that was a long... She's, oh. she's fucked. Uh, so, yeah, she makes that realisation. Uh, so she goes to Darcy and breaks it off. Oh, listen, there's been a change in mind and body. <laughs> uh, you can't have kids. And by the way, it's quite fucking obvious that you're still in love with Dee. So 
if if the first reason wasn't enough, there's reason number two. See you later, dickhead. Nice shagging, yeah. And Chloe goes off into the distance. So if she goes off into the distance then, Darcy and D. I said earlier, D wants the D. Darcy begins with D. Is this so code? Does, so does Doctor. Yes, it does. Tim, you like codes and weird shit like that. What do you think? Do you reckon them two are going to get it on next? She seems pretty happy with Toady at the moment. I think this has just become an episode of fucking Sesame Street. But I think that... <laughs> um, I, I, it was, this has been obvious for a while. I said this a few weeks ago. Like We all know that Toadie needs a new girlfriend or a wife every few months anyway. So that's not going to last. So we'd rather have the... Are you saying Toadie is the JK of Neighbours? <laughs> if JK were a soap opera character, he'd be exactly the same as he is in real life. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they have coffee the next morning. And again, he's just really thankful. But Darcy is clearly right. He just gives these longing looks towards D. And when they're at the wedding, uh, when just before Susan goes off to Shankar. Darcy just full on laments to Susan saying, uh, <laughs> laments is a word. It is. It's our choice though. Go on. <laughs> Susan's like, oh, you know, where's Chloe? And he's like, oh no, we've broke it off. And he's like, ah, oh, don't worry. You'll, you'll find another one. You're, you're a catch. You'll, and he goes, ah, oh, I could have had it all, but I think I missed the boat while he's staring at D. Uh, and Susan almost gives him some words, but then Carl comes along and goes, shag. So off we go. So yeah, poor Darcy. He's he wants D back, but he thinks he's blew it. Which I'm hoping leads to some sort of scam to get D back. I mean, scam's the wrong word to use when wooing a woman, but you know what I mean. <laughs> who I know, but who who is good at scams? who he was in a bit of a programme with and he hasn't really spoke to recently. Who is the best that scams on that show who could maybe hook this shit up? Exactly. And she's just got fucking Max and Steph together and they've got no chemistry. So, yeah, OG's like, job done. That wedding, she's turning around to Boyd and goes, job done here, mate. I would watch, we talk about spin-off shows a lot, like The Adventures of Joe Scully and things like that. I would watch OG Wedding Planner or something like that where she tries to scam people together like in in a reality way or like where she's just like a tv show i would watch that i honestly they could do like full hollywood production og summer show of her own like what she is now just exaggerate everything that she was back then yeah like a reverse sort of parent trap she's good at reversing something but i won't i won't go parent trap <laughs> reverse parent trap is parents separating the kids. Yeah. I, I, I've never seen the parent trap. <laughs> I know you'd be shocked to hear this. <laughs> what a fucking stupid thing to say. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I'm assuming it was about getting parents back together, but in this case, it's not getting parents back together. It's getting random. I don't know. So, so splitting parents up then, wouldn't it? <laughs> I, I don't know. And I think that might be it, to be honest. I don't think there's much else to talk about, really. I think we've done pretty well there with just two episodes. Fucking hell. 
Do we just need a lesson out. though? If you, it's better to watch less episodes and talk a lot about them and do it well than watch a fucking shitload and say nothing. Yeah. Because you, what you can do is really get into the minutia of things. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, oh, so next week we're going to watch. Let me. How many episodes? Uh, we're going to go up to five episodes again. Ooh, all right. Yeah, we're going to go back up to five episodes because there'll be because this was the end of two thousand and two. Well, I thought this was the end of the season. Are you telling me this isn't the end? We're going to carry on a bit longer. We're going to carry on a little bit longer. That's annoying, isn't it, Tim? Because <laughs> I thought that was it, except for the specials. I, I was hoping Summerfest was going out with a bang. No, we're, we're gonna. We've got a few more apps to watch. They're up there. They're on Vine- on Vimeo. Thanks to UK Neighbours fans forever. They got back to you yet? No, I've sent multiple messages now. Misha Barton got back to you. No. Nope. What's Delta Goodrum saying? Uh, she's doing a tour in the UK. Uh, but she doesn't want to speak. There's a pause there. Like, watch this space. Watch this space. She is doing a tour in the UK. So watch this space. Watch all the spaces. Especially- We've got a lot of fucking spaces now. Run through the spaces one more time before we uh, before we bounce. Do yeah. we have a MySpace? No, we don't, unfortunately. Oh. But we do have Twitter, Instagram. We have Facebook. We have TikTok at Watch Neighbor or the Neighborhood Rewatch. You can find us on there. Uh, Patreon, just one pound a month, and you can get early access to these podcasts. Everybody else has to wait. If you're listening to us on Patreon, you're not waiting. And you get bonus episodes as well. Uh, and of course, you can buy our shit. You can go to redbubble.com slash people slash neighborhood. No, slash watch neighbor. Forget it. Sorry. Uh, and I also forgot to mention there's www.thestyles. And go, go to OnlyFans forward slash JK and you can buy his actual shit. <laughs> For a very reasonable price. So until, until then. Until when? Until then. <laughs> until then. Until then. When? Then. Well, it was then. Right. Uh, but when... What if you're listening to this? Like, what if you, this is like you're binging this and you're just hearing it for the first time now? What? Until when? Uh, whenever. I is the fucking answer. Christ. Until next time, you fucking dickhead. <laughs> Until whenever. See you next week. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. <laughs>